What up, what up? This is your boy Checo. This is your boy Noi. What up? And this is Compass Unfiltered. Thank you guys for listening, for watching. Make sure you guys follow all of our social media. Subscribe and like. And make sure you go rate us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify. Make sure you drop a comment on YouTube. Uh, like and subscribe. Yes, sir. Enjoy the episode. Yarro. So we just recorded a pod the other day, and it was like con el compa Sammy, uh, compa Jose. That one's going to be audio only. I mean, it's still available on YouTube, pero I had some like lighting issues, and it was my fault, right? Porque even Sammy told me, he's like, hey, prendo esta luz o lo que sea, and I was like, nah, we're good. And I didn't take into consideration fucking... Sunset, let you know, right? Yeah, that it was going to get dark outside. Yeah. I don't even think it was your fault, dude. It's just, I mean, you probably didn't even think it was going to get dark that fast, you know? Nah. Well, like, we literally went in, we went in for a little bit, so. Yeah, so that was it. I mean, it ain't no big deal. No, nah, it's not a big deal, but I, este, mi disculpas al compa Sammy, al compa Jose, that I wasn't able to put up video. I mean, <clears throat> well, the pod's going to be out. It should already be out by the time you guys hear this episode. For sure. And if I'm ranting, it's because I'm nervous as fuck. <laughs> uh, this topic is, is fucking... It's hard for me to talk to. This is probably going to be one of, one of the hardest pods, bro, for me to have or, or do as an episode. Mm-hmm. Shit, for if it's that fucking hard, I don't even know if I'll release it. But um, throughout the day, bro, I was just thinking about it, fucking getting anxiety, la chingada. Like, man, como, like, what's the proper way to fucking tell my story? And um, there really isn't a, isn't a, a way to do it, um, but um, but but I mean, I keep stumbling, and we're just gonna fucking get into it, bro. Case pa que la larga, compa. Yeah, and why? just uh, I'm gonna tell you what you tell me, bro. Uh, it's it's coming out. Like if we do it, it's coming out. <laughs> That's exactly what you tell me every time, bro. Like uh, nah, bro. Like That's true. Away. That's true. I always say that too. Like, right. fuck that shit. Nah, we already recorded it. Vámonos. Like, it's coming. That shit's right. being released. Yeah. So, all right. So, originally, we had this planned um, con, con un compa, and <clears throat> I think it would have it would have definitely helped just because he would have had more feedback. And um, he even told me, like, that he had numbers together and everything, and he's an RN. So, he was like, I had numbers. I had this. Like, you know, the percentage of people that go through this and whatnot. So it definitely would have been um, more educational in a way. <clears throat> and um, this uh, taboo, I guess, of a, of a topic, um, I'm going to just start off by by saying, I guess, a little bit of how I kind of grew up and, and whatnot, um, because I think we have this, uh, I don't even know what's the proper word, I guess, like stigma or I don't know. But point is that like... Th- these type of issues is not for Latinos. Latinos don't go through this at all. Uh, the whole man of a Martin Huevo. And um, I, I guess I kind of grew up that way. Um, but, I mean, I don't know, man. Yeah, yeah, pretty much, you know. You fucking bust your shit, lo que sea. You're, hey, amarate, güey. Calmate, you know, fucking. Los, los, los hombres no lloran. Los niños no, no lloran, you know. Is that the wrong way to be like... I don't know, bro. The thing is, like, I feel like it also kind of toughens you up, too. Yeah, Pero, I definitely I'm that parent, bro. Like, that does that. You know what I mean? Like, los, okay, you tell them, like, 
Boys don't cry or not, not the necessarily the boys don't cry, but like if he falls, bro, and I see that he's he's okay, you know, like I don't try to baby him though. You know what I mean? Yeah, or yeah. like if even if it's like a little bit of blood or whatever, um I learned, I forgot if it was uh sociology or psychology, bro. The teacher's like, um the child doesn't know. So if they cut themselves or they fall and they scrape themselves, the child doesn't know how to react. They kind of react based on off of your reaction. Yes, off your reaction. So I kinda always remember that. So my wife is always the one that like lo levanta and let me, you know, let me hold you, which is a, a mom instinct anyways, right? Instinct, right? Um, you know, and she's like, bro, like sometimes she's like, man, you're you're an asshole for that, like you know what I mean? She she looks at me like, bro, like what? I'm like, she wants you to baby him, yeah. When he's falling off his bike and stuff like that, and I'm like, hey, you're gonna keep riding, yeah. All right, well then stop crying, get up, and let's go. Like you're fine, you know. I know it hurts, but you're gonna be you're gonna be straight or what? Any any situation, bro. I'm I'm usually like. Nah, you know, like yeah. you're gonna be, you're fine. Especially if they're fine. I mean, obviously, si está grave la cosa, pues sí. Oh yeah, se, yeah, se yeah. espanta uno y hey, qué onda, you know. But for the most part, bro, las caídas, pues, and they're gonna, like I tell my wife, they're they're gonna continue to fall and and right, things are gonna right. happen. So like you can't baby them for every little thing because there's gonna be that one thing that maybe like you do need to be there, and then then they're gonna be like, oh, all right, like I'm he's here, you know. For and sure. like you said, you toughen them up, and or they they kind of learn that you know life ain't easy. For sure. But anyways. Didn't want to rap, bro. But <laughs> no, I, I was wondering. I was wondering what you thought. Like, damn, am I am I doing wrong? No, no, no. That's what I'm saying. Like, in a way, like it, it toughens <clears throat> you up. Like, it toughens me up. It toughened me up. Um, but more so, um, I, I try to commit suicide. I, I I attempted. So I mean, just to like get right to it. And for everybody listening, um, this is something that, as a friend of a long, long time. Um, we we've touched this conversation maybe once or twice, um, and I don't think I was brave enough to like go deep into it with you tampoco. You know, like I respected the fact that you you considered me close enough to open up and mention it, but at the same time I kind of like put that boundary. Like I didn't want to ask questions or like you know what I mean. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. So for everybody listening, like, this is gonna be my first time like hearing his full story, his full truth, his you know. Whatever you want to call it, um, because I honestly don't know everything behind what went on. That you know. Yeah. Um, well, t- to start off, it was um, it's something that they they would ask, you know, when when I was a <clears throat> psych unit, um, you know, like how's home, how's you know, how's everything, like are my parents abusive, you know, the whole nine. And honestly, I mean, yeah, my parents hit me. <laughs> you know, the fuck we survived the pinche chancla. Um, but it, it never went like how I hear other stories, you know, that like, you know, unfortunately you hear other, you know, stuff in the news and there's a kid who like barely makes it alive or even passes away from las putisas que, que les dan. It was never like that, bro. For me. Yeah. Two loving parents. Yeah, of course. And definitely, um, my parents argued, I think like any other couple does. Um, f- from what I remember and from what I, from what I know, like my dad never laid a hand on my mom, you know? So I also didn't come from that where it's like, oh, well, he's he probably got traumatized, you know, this and this, all this variables, all everything, you know, that's what took into a place. That's why you, <clears throat> you did this, but no, like during the time, um, that I, I was going through this, I guess, I don't know, maybe it was depression 
I don't know. After after that happened, that event happened, I never asked questions. I never tried to talk about it anymore. But basically what happened was, and sorry to my cousin at, at the time she was she was staying with us. And I've always been like an overprotective brother, you know, even with my sisters and just like my family in general. Pero lo que pasó esa noche, some dude called the crib. I don't know who he was trying to talk to, but apparently he was trying to talk to my cousin. And, you know, I... I got fucking Checo, like, get his way. You know, Checo who, syndrome? Yeah. You know, who the fuck are you and all that type of shit. And I got loud or whatever. Dude hung up. I hung up. And then I went up to my sisters. I think it was like, yo, like, who the fuck is calling? Who the fuck is John? Whoever the fuck, right? I don't even remember the name. And, you know, they obviously they didn't want to write out my cousin. Like, oh, it's for her, not for you. Or, like, not for us, you know, whatever. <clears throat> but ended up like, you know, yeah, it's for me or whatever. Um, that happened that night. It what? It had nothing to do with why I attempted suicide. It had actually been just accumulating pressure at the time. Fucking captain of my soccer team, uh, A B student for the most part, right? Este, I mean, there was nothing where you could really say like. I guess if you're from the outside looking in, you're like, this dude's fucking normal. He's He's happy. He's fucking captain of a soccer team. His his grades are decent. Um, you know, whatever. Like, normal. I was 15. I was 15 at the time. And, but I always had this in, in, my, in my head where I was like, I'm never good enough, bro. For who? For you or for your parents? Or for, for my parents. For society, I guess. You know? It was like, never. My grades are never good enough. Like, I'm not good enough to go to Harvard. Soccer player, like, yeah, I was captain of my soccer team, but <clears throat> I was never going to be fucking messy. You know what I mean? Like, I was never, everything I did was just never, ever fucking good enough. And it's mm-hmm. like, man, where the fuck do I fit in? Like, what the fuck do, you know? And it just, it just accumulated, bro. Like I said, that, and then seeing, my, like, my parents argue time to time, and it was also kind of like, so this, specifically what happened one time. And I don't exactly remember, but it was something like, hey, ma, can I go sleep over at my cousin's house? My dad, oh, well, go ask your dad. You know, the whole thing, that whole go back and forth or whatever. I don't know. Let's say my dad said, yeah. But my mom really wanted him to say no. So then they got into an argument. So then I'm looking at it like, fuck, did I just make him fight? That so you would take that blame. That I would guilt. take the blame and the guilt. Like, damn, they're arguing, they're fighting because of me. Like, I caused that. And I guess, like, growing up, it was always like, fuck, like, I don't want to make them fight. Like, it's, like, they're always fighting because of me. They're Like, I'm always the one fucking up. Like, I guess that's the way I saw it. So, everything just kind of built up, like, pressure from, from everything, bro. It was, like, at the time, it was, like, homecoming or some shit like that. Fucking, um, you know, just, just. Grades in general, fucking uh, being, you know, captain or whatever the fuck. Like, I just had high school shit going on. De que se me hizo mucho. So that night, I I took a, a bottle of pills, bro. I don't know, something like fucking 30, 40 pills. What kind of pills? I can't, I can't, I don't even remember. But it was crazy. Like it, ha- like, it was happening. It was happening, bro. So I took those pills. And I didn't tell my parents anything. Like, no les dije nada. I just fucking took them. 
went to bed. The pain was so fucking bad, like stomach pain. Ya no me aguantaba. Like I could just, I couldn't take it anymore. So I got up and then I told my, my, my mom at the time, my dad was working like third shift. So I told my mom, like, you know what? I fucked up. This is what I did. Like now I just, like, I don't know what's going on. Like I, I fucking feel like shit. So my mom worried, bro, calls my dad. My dad rushes home from work, you know, the whole nine. They, they rushed me to the hospital. And then at the hospital, they're like, what happened? What did you do? Uh, this is what I did. Why would you do that? Like, me estaba regañando, güey. And I was kind of like, fuck. Like, I don't fucking know. They're like, what were your intentions? I'm like, I don't even want to be here anymore. That's what I told the nurse. So she's like, well, she's like, that was really bad of you. And just kind of lecturing me. I had to drink this, like, black charcoal drink, bro. Disgusting. Like, you have to drink this, and it's going to make you throw up. It's going to basically throw out all the, all the pills that I that I had just t- taken. If you don't take it, we're going to have to pump your stomach. No, it was forcefully. I, I, I took it, bro. Like, I took the, the drink or whatever. I threw everything up. At that point, I was kind of like, you know what? I'm relieved. I fucked up. But hopefully my parents can forgive me, and we can move on from this. Like, I'm going to go home. That's not the way it worked out. That's not the way it goes, bro. 72 hours minimum once you attempt to uh, commit suicide. And here, here's a question for you before we keep going, bro. With um, with drinking all those pills, how long before like you had that stomach ache? Do you kind of remember that or is it too vague? A couple hours. So it took some time before you were like... And and be, whenever you took those pills, bro, and you went, you know, you went and lay down, like, what were your thoughts behind that? You thought it was just gonna be like an easy process, like, hey, I'm gonna take these pills, I'm gonna go to sleep, and I'm probably not gonna wake up. Yep, that's exactly what I thought. I'm gonna take these pills, and I'm just not gonna wake up, and all the problems are gonna go away. Did you leave a note? No, not that way. Nothing. So they would have never. I mean, if you they would have just. If if it would have happened, I guess the way I thought it would have, they would have just found me. They probably would have gotten up the next day, tried to wake me up to go to school or whatever, and I'll be. You know, I would have right. been. I would have been out. <coughs> well, thank God that didn't happen, brother. I'm glad you're here, bro. So you, you didn't go as you planned. You end up 72 hours in the psych ward. Yep. What was that like, bro? Fucking crazy, bro. Like. We had an episode with um, that we did uh, that we did mental health with uh, with Jane. Yeah, one of my and favorite episodes, man. With with her, off the pod, um, I talked to her about my experience. You know, like she talked about not completely her experience about when she tried to commit suicide, but she did mention it on the pod. Right, right. But outside the pod, we we got into a conversation of uh, you know what what she went through how everything went for her. And as I'm telling her my story, she's telling me, like, you did 72 hours. She's like, but they didn't send you to, um, I mean, I'm still considered uh, adolescent. That's the word. She's like, they were supposed to send you for like an adolescent um, psych unit. And I'm like, nah, like I was I was in there with like dudes that were like 30 something, 40, 60 years old. She was like, what the fuck? Like, that's fucking crazy. Like, that's fucked up because 
That's it, even worse, probably. That's even no? worse. Put it like this, to describe it to you guys, and, and I'm sorry if I'm like not doing justice or, and I'm, I'm not explaining myself properly, but to the only way I could describe it is imagine a horror movie. Like whatever horror movie that fucking scares the shit out of you, like times 10 or 100, if you have one. Um, I'm talking about I had a room, no doors, a bathroom, no doors, <clears throat> and I had a roommate, and he was 30s and his 40s or whatever the fuck, and while I was there, he was trying to hang himself, so I'm trying to sleep, he's trying to hang himself, people are rushing in, um, which was, that in itself was, like, fucking crazy, Try, like, seeing a body hanging there was stuff for them to be able to hang themselves. Oh, he was trying to do it like that. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, there was a lot of stuff that that went on. Um, one of the things for sure, it was this this one lady, bro. Like, you know, and they give you those hospital gowns. So basically, it was like this. Um, fuck, man. I guess if you want to describe it, it's like like Yorona or some shit. But what she would do is. In la mañana, dormía todo el día. But in la noche, she was up, bro. She was awake. Just walking around or what? Walking around. She'll run into your room and then run right out. That's scary as fuck, bro. Like, uh, yeah, at just, 15 years old, bro? At 15. After the, the I, I don't even know if you could call it, like the trauma that you went through or like everything that's going on in your in your mind, bro. Oh, yeah. Like, it, it fucked me up for sure. So she ran in. She would scream. She would yell and then run right out. Like, I was like, get bail. Like, what the fuck? Like, at, at any point, bro, where you like find yourself just crying in bed, bro, like crying yourself to sleep, bro? Every night, bro. Every night. That's how, that's how like bad and that's just how bad and fucked up it was. Um, I mean, I saw people get strapped down. I think the one that, <laughs> kind of fucked me up the most was um I had to like walk down the aisle of of the place of the facility and all the lights are off bro and you only have like one light every few rooms you know because it's, it's dark time so n- no doors so they they don't want the lights to bother people to you know try to go to sleep so in this one I'm I can see the lady what seems to me kind of far away. And I was like, shit. I'm like, I really need to get to this one door. Hopefully, I can beat her there. And it felt like a fucking scary movie. The faster I went, the faster she went. So as soon as we crossed paths, bro, I just felt someone grab me. Oh, my. This way, fucking the scariest shit you could fucking feel. It was her? It was her. Jeez, dude. It was her, bro. And the, the... People who worked there, like they worked the night shift. No, we pues en chinga llegaron y me la quitaron. Like, just the experience there, bro, like scared the living crap out of me. Um, I had to, I had to see the, I guess, therapist or whatever, mm-hmm. like pretty much every day while I was there. And I was telling them, like, bro, this is happening. This lady's doing this, this and that. Bro, para ellos era como que, 
Right. This like, is where you're at. This is this is what happens when you do what you do. Kind of. I guess they were trying to scare me, bro. But I just felt like they were just being dicks. And you would think they'd be like more supportive to help you get out and like get out of whatever you're dealing with. But it wasn't like that. No, not at all. I mean, I don't know, bro. It, it was it was. Um, I just felt like yeah, they they weren't they weren't really trying to help. They were just also. It almost felt like. Well, this is the lesson you you have to learn, and I mean, well, and, and that's a great way to, to put it. The way they thought, right? But let me ask you this now: like looking back at it now, do you feel like they did the right thing? Like that is what you needed now? Like obviously, then you didn't think that, but what about now? Like today? No, you still think you like the help would have been better than the scare? because I'm seeing it as, um, someone who's. 15, 14. I mean, they don't do that anymore, right? Where they put adolescents with adults. But if you are 14, 15, whatever, and, and you're and you're going through things, right? You're, you might attempt to commit suicide. Fuck, bro. I mean, I'm not saying these kids can't handle it because, I mean, I obviously was able to get out of it and I don't ever think about suicide anymore. I love myself way too much for that. Anxiety is a different thing. But I don't feel like killing myself. But I'm I'm also thinking, seeing it as like, I don't have kids, but my niece is going through something <clears throat> and getting put through that. Fuck no. Like, not that they wouldn't be able to handle it, but I just, I don't know. It's like, I, I don't see any other kid going through it and just being okay after that. Like, if you're... <clears throat> If you are okay before going into that situation, you're definitely not okay when you come out. Like, there's no way. I, I, yes, I lived in the city. I, as a, you know, I, I used to live in the city, and and you see some fucking fucked up shit. People get shot, you know, whatever. You see guns or whatever stuff that, not, you know, not talking shit, but suburban kids are not used to, and that's what I feel like my nieces are. You know, they're they're, they're from the suburbs. They're not exposed to that lifestyle. Yeah, but so, well, I feel like when you grow up there, it's like more like you're. Your environment and like you kind of get used to it, and it's not like they put you in a psych ward. It's definitely know, the, the different. It's definitely different. So it's I'm saying like, like you know where, what I mean? where you have to uh, adapt to to survive and, and get out. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like when you're in the burbs, man. Like you don't have to really go through any anything like that. Like really, you know? No, no, you pretty de- much you definitely safe, don't. You know? I mean, the only thing that I was saying with, with uh, you know, growing up in the ghetto and stuff, like you're you growing up in the ghetto, like so you that is what you know, but you being thrown in the psych ward with adults, I mean, this is not your realm, you know, like you just got thrown in it there, def- bro. It, it definitely so is. it's like a shock, you know what I mean? Oh, it, it's still a shock, but it, it's also you get that toughen up mentality. I like, think they forced that on I, you, brother. Amarate. You know you know what yeah. I'm saying? Because even if your parents don't don't teach that to you, the streets will. Oh, for sure. So that's what I feel like when I say that. Like I wouldn't want my nieces to go through it. I wouldn't want you know anybody's kids to go through it. Just because it's it's if like I said, you go in there okay, but like maybe you fucked up. You were feeling this type of way and you took it too far. Now, um, at what point did you regret it, bro? Like instantly. So as soon as you took the pills, you were like, "Damn, I fucked up." As soon as I took the pills and I laid down, and I think once my like my stomach started hurting, I was like, "Fuck, I fucked up. I definitely fucked up. I should have never done this." 
but it was too late. Yeah, you're already there, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Había pasado. Um, what did um? How did this affect or help the relationship between you and your parents? So that were they able to go see you every day? Um, and, um, and how was that going forward once you came? They out? were they were able to see me, but every time they saw me, bro, like I was just in tears. Like I don't want to be here. You know, I don't want to... Um, you were more focused on like, hey, get me out of here. I was more focused on get out of there. And once I did finally get out, um, like, I guess traditional Mexican, don't talk about it. That's pretty much what it felt like. Like, yeah, yeah I didn't touch the subject. We they didn't. weren't like more concerned, like, hey, how can we help you? We want to make sure you're not falling into this mentality anymore or mindset. It was more like, hey, you made it out. You're good. Like, yeah. let's keep moving. Pretty much. Pretty much. Yeah, that's pretty much what it was, bro. Like, um, traditional Mexican. Just kind of like, don't talk about it. We we went through this. We got over it. Gracias a Dios. Now let's just keep it moving. Siblings? Siblings? I don't, honestly, don't remember. Like, my, my sister's really trying to sit down and talk to me or whatever. Like... And and also I think myself I was also trying to like block that from my memory, so I almost also didn't want to like keep talking about it. So um, I actually talked to you know one of my brothers, one of my compas, and um, he was in the soccer team with me because I obviously went through this. It was over a weekend. I obviously didn't show up to my soccer game. Came back, but I did notice and and see people like they were kind of looking at me kind of weird you know so i was just kind of like fuck do they know do they know that i just went through this shit and um but i mean i didn't want to ask i'm like if they don't know i don't want to tell them right but um i i talked to to my compa and he was like we all knew how how did they find out i don't know so at this when when my parents went to go visit me my um my sister took one of her boyfriends and then um this one other guy that um Queens. So from school. From school. So it probably just you they, know filtered. At the time that. we were we were very close. So maybe they felt like it was okay for him to go. Did he say anything? I don't know. Possibly. Right? But yeah, did, it only takes it my, one person, bro. Did, was it my sister? I don't know. I don't know if maybe my parents talked to my coach, my my teachers, and told them, like, this is what he's going through. So kind of maybe give him a break. I don't know. Did you have to start seeing counselors in school and uh, social no. workers? No. I'm shocked at that, bro. I know. I'm telling you, I, I feel like like I had to toughen up, bro. Like, no me quedaba de otra. Like, amarrate un nuevo, güey. How are the like, people you around this. you uh, changing, bro, based on that situation, like... And what you went through. I felt like at least the first few months, people were just kind of like distant. Instead of being the opposite. Instead of being the opposite. I don't know if maybe they they themselves were, I mean, come. I mean, also we're, we're 15, bro. Yeah. You know, we're, we're not adults. We're like, and bro, everything happens to you. Like, no matter what it is, I'll be like, compa, you good. Right, right, like, right. But like you said, we're a different we're, age. You we're know? a different age. At that age. And, um. Yeah, they they were they were more distant than anything else. Damn. But um, like I had asked my compa, he's like, "Yeah, bro, we all knew." I'm just, and I asked him out of, out of curiosity. I was like, "Bro, why didn't you guys ever say anything?" Like, 
I don't think I would have been ready to talk about it, but I'm just curious. So, like, why wouldn't, you know, they ask me or, or just even ask if I'm okay? Um, <clears throat> his response was like, bro, like, you you were the captain of our soccer team. You know, you were, you were like I said, decent student, whatever. Um, like, we all looked at you like. You were straight. Like, you're good. Like, you go out and party, you, you know. At the time, you know, your your parents let you drive, like whenever, like you what what worries do you have that like other people are going through, right? You know? And then when you went through some shit like that, like we're like, what the fuck? Like we couldn't believe it. But at the same time, like he told me like, I ain't gonna lie, bro, we were kind of scared. He's like, We didn't know if like you were to snap. Like, we don't know what effect that had on you. Right. So that's why they didn't ask me any questions. That's why they didn't um, come to me for for anything. They just kind of left it alone. They they kind of like distanced themselves, but at the same time, kind of kept me in, you know, because I'm I'm part of the team. But as far as like outings and whatnot, they were just kind of like, yeah, we're not gonna tell them, you know, porque pues we don't know commander. But everybody knew. But everybody knew. But I had no idea, bro. I don't know, man. Um. This is going to be a short pod. <laughs> this is going to be a short pod. This is so, going to be a short pod. And before you, you cut it, bro, um, where are you at now with, and obviously you you mentioned, you know, you, you love yourself now and we're super happy to hear that, bro. Um, but where are you at with uh, like closure on de esa etapa de tu vida, wey, con tus parents, con tus siblings? Um, is this something that you talk about with your wife? Did your wife like... Stuff like this, this big in your life, bro. Like, did your wife know before you guys got married? Like, hey, like, did you open up? And like, and like I mentioned, bro. Like, you and I talked about it briefly, bro. Um, way back, you know. Yeah. Um, but like, this is something that you obviously want closure and you want to better understand it or whatnot, right? Have you talked to your parents now? Have you know, like, is this something? Oh, it's just you deal with it as it goes. So the only way it got brought up um, while I was in the in the psych unit, they because um, you know I was an adolescent, they had me <clears throat> color and paint and shit, you know. So my parents kept this one painting, so it was like a like a puzzle. It was a cow, and I had to paint it. So they kept that, and. This is like a couple years later or whatever. Like I probably got mad over something, you know? And they went in there. They talked to me. They're like, hey, you need to chill out, like whatever. Like the only time it got brought up, it was kind of like, you don't want to go back to that. Like if they saw you kind of emotionally being destructive or whatever, they're kind of like, That's the only time it got brought up. Like don't go back to that. It wasn't deep into it. Like what did you actually go through? Like what happened in there? Like. They didn't ask, and I also didn't want to. I didn't want to talk about it, bro. Because I'm telling you, like I was, like, mentally fucked, bro. Like, but ahorita, like, I, I'm sure you have a great relationship with your mom, bro. You've grown up, you know, you're mature, bro. 100%, 100%. So, is this something like you feel like you need to talk to her, be, you know, like, or not really? Your dad, <laughs> or yes, like you don't. I mean, you're obviously you're talking about it on the pod, bro. So you feel ready to to speak about this situation, um. But I feel like it's super important to talk to the people that you love the most and that love you the most um, because they were there with you for this, you know? Yeah. 
it never really crossed my mind to uh, to bring it back up with my parents to like rehash, I guess, or or whatever. It it just I didn't. Um, I just feel it's one of those like, and and it's probably bad, bro. And it's probably bad. I probably should, but it's one of those like I'm in a good place, so why go back to that? Because um, I do talk to people about it, people who I do feel comfortable with, and and it's not it's not more so that like I'm ashamed that of what I did. I think I'm I'm past that, but it's just more so like I don't want to relive those memories, right? If that makes any sense. Um, and with my parents, I just it's because man, bro, like I. I don't know. I grew up like traditional fucking Mexican. What I what I consider traditional. We don't say I love you to each other, which we should normalize that. I with, think we're working on that. No, has that changed for you, bro? With my siblings and parents, no, bro. Really? To keep it a hundred, no. So, and it's funny that you should say that, bro. So my wife, um, when we got married, bro, she would always say hi to my parents. De abrazo y de beso. Because that's how she grew up, you know, with her family, her, you know, her siblings, her mom, her dad. So when she came over and and started doing that, like, it put me in a spot, bro. Kind of like, well, how come you kissing my mom and my dad? You know, like, I'm not, you know what I mean? Like, not that it made me feel awkward. It just made me realize, like, yo, like, because now my mom is, you know, hugging and kissing my wife. And, like, while I'm there, bro, like... You don't. Well, we didn't. You know what I mean? Like, and it was awkward, bro. It was weird. You know, but like, like you said, um, before that, I didn't see it weird. I was just like, "Hey, mom, what's up? Hey, dad, what's up?" You know. Um, and now it's like, yeah, un abrazo y un beso, compa. We say I love you all the time. You know, maybe not all the time. Like every time I'm leaving, no, I don't say that. You know, but like you said, we have to normalize it. But we definitely t- took a step forward on on you know that hug and kiss, bro. My dad, also not afraid to give him a hug and a kiss, you know, um, put a couple beers in me. I'm saying I love you all the time. You know what I mean? But hundred um, percent. Yeah, yeah. But you, you're right, bro. We should definitely normalize that, man. So I'm, you know, it's crazy that you brought that up. Like, it, and it's real. It doesn't. It, before that, it felt awkward, bro. hundred percent. Like before, I it would feel awkward to hug my parents. And that's, I mean, to some people might be like, damn, that's fucked up, bro. But it's like, I don't know. To me, I just thought it was normal. Like, you don't hug your parents. Like, I don't, bro, I don't know. But you should definitely do, I work hug, on that. do I hug my parents now? Yes, I do. Oh, okay, okay, okay. <clears throat> do I um, say I love you to them? I don't. Not as much as you want to. Not as much as I want to. Um, I think the, and it's, and it's fucked up. But um, the only time I I did say I, I love you to them like on a constant basis, again I ended up in the hospital. You know, um, I I don't know what I had, bro. But this recent time? No, 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 oh, no. Prior I, again, all around that fifteen, sixteen, okay, okay, age okay. or whatever. I ended up in the hospital. Um, I think I had meningitis. That's what it was. Okay. So. I ended up in the hospital, bro. I was I was there for like a week or two or whatever. I mean, it got to the point where I remember one time they I woke up and my... F- so to better understand, I was in the hospital, but the only way you could visit me is if you had a mask on because they, they didn't know what I had that was messing up my body. So I woke up one time and it was only like two people at a time. 
algo así. And I woke up, bro, like my, what felt like my entire family was in the room. And I'm like, ah, what the fuck? Like, where, how come we're not doing the two-person thing anymore? We're not doing the mask thing anymore? Like, what's going on? And there was a priest in there. Oh, snap. And he was praying and like doing his thing. And I was just like, what's going on, bro? Like, and one of my tias was crying, bro, like holding my hand. And I'm like, yo, like, if this is it, man, just like, y'all better end me another way. Like, I don't want to die like this. So, oh, bro, my, my tia started bawling. Like, she was like crying. You crying. said that? Yeah, I told her that. What do you want, bro? Well, I don't want to die in a hospital bed, like, little poco a poco, like, deteriorating or whatever. Because at that time, bro, like, I, I legit lost probably, like, I don't know, bro, maybe like 30, 40 pounds in like a week or two. Holy crap, bro. So it was, it was, I had some kind of an infection, a viral infection or whatever. And um, that was one of the times where, like, constantly I would talk to my mom, like, oi, comandas, mijo, whatever, it's not, you know, the whole, because uh, she had to go to work or look at Sad, and she would come right after work or during her lunch breaks. But she would always call and check up on me. And then I would always say, I love you. But I think I said it because I thought I was, that was going to be it. But that was pretty much the only time, like before. But now, I mean, we at least got to that point where at least we hug each other. Yeah, yeah for sure, bro. But, um, and like you said, that's that's traditional, right? The, at the least Mex- for us, right? Yeah, at that's how it was too. for me, I mean, too, bro. Just because I do see other families, bro, and son, they're, I want to say like the word lovey dovey, bro, but, but that's the only word I can think of. You know? They're affectionate, affectionate with each other. They're very affectionate. Yeah, thank you. Um, and bro, it's like with me, it's like no way we're we're not like that. Even bro, even with my sisters, we no not. I, I don't. I still to this day, I feel kind of awkward hugging them. Yeah, yeah I I I one hundred percent feel you on that, bro. Like it's we didn't grow up like that, brother. Yeah. So it's like for those who grew up like us, man, y'all know what we mean. You yeah. know what I mean? Like and and like what Checo said, man. Let's normalize uh, showing each other affection and love. Because that's our fans, man. And, like, don't take it for granted. We're not here forever. Um, so definitely, you know, take the time to hug and kiss and tell the people that you love them. Tell them you love them. Um, and that's the reason for my question, bro, behind it wasn't more to rehash anything. It was more or less to to gain closure, to gain understanding for you if you wanted it regarding, like, hey, why didn't we touch this subject anymore? Or, you know, and maybe they're going to have the answer that you want to hear, bro. Or, or maybe they're going to be able to explain, like, hey... Like, we didn't know any better, or, you know, like, whatever, you know what I mean? Um, and, not necessarily to rehash anything, but more to get understanding and closure behind it. I mean, you never know how your mom feels about oh, what happened, 100%. you know what I mean? But unless you guys talk about it, like, you you will never know, you know what I mean? And this is this is just, like, from what I remember. Right. So, for all I know, my mom did probably try to bring it up to me, and I probably shut down. Right. And from what I remember. Very, yeah. You know and you I mean? probably wouldn't remember shutting down. You know what I mean? No, like at that I tried time, to block bro. it. I tried, right. I tried to block everything from it. That I, makes I, sense, I didn't wanna, bro. I didn't want to think about it. Um, you know, just because of how, just because of everything I had gone through. Um, right. But um, look, <clears throat> like I said, this is gonna be a short pod. This was probably the fucking hardest pod for me, just because I'm talking about something that happened to me and. And I'm exposing myself, putting myself out there. 
like more than just us coming here and, and talking shit and talking about music or anything else. You know, this is like my personal life, which um, not a lot of people know about, you know, especially with the pod. You know, we got new new friends and, um, you know, this is something that um, it's definitely not out there for me. But um, if anybody is going through stuff like this, I mean, I, I wish I had like a list of numbers and websites and whatever. You know, I don't. I could definitely Google some up and, and share that with you. But I can't say that this is what I went through and this is what helped me. Like, I literally did the old school Mexican Memarion Huevo. But that, I don't recommend that for anybody, bro. Because because maybe because of that, I have anxiety. And this is where um, our, our end would have kicked in. Right, right. You know, where this is where if we had Jane on the pod, like, you probably compress that into yourself and it's like it's finally you know some way some weird way coming out you know i don't know this is where they come in so i don't have those answers but what i can do is if anyone is feeling like this like i'm i'm definitely down to talk to you like whoever you are if you're out there and um you know you you have our, our social media and if you're ever going through anything like this like and if you can't go to family you know, and, and if you want to talk to me, you know, I'm a stranger or, or, or whatnot, but that's sometimes the best person you can talk to. You know, and I, as, as far as myself, there's no judgment. Right. This is... No, nah, same same here, bro. I mean, <laughs> I don't have any experience behind it, but if anybody needs to talk, you know, yeah, definitely here to listen. Um, And, and one thing, um, también, is just um, with, with social media, don't be quick to judge. I know... I know there's people out there and, and, you know, I've probably cracked a couple jokes, you know, um, but it's like when people like share too much on social media, you know what I mean? And, and there's like memes out there, like nobody cares, bro. Like they're probably going through shit, bro. Like low key, they're going through some shit. Maybe that person who's always partying and you see them and you're like, man, it's the way I'm not like every day. He's, he's a party animal and whatever. Low key, he's fighting his own demons. Right. So, as you know, the the signs aren't always obvious, bro. Like it's not like I had clear signs, and my parents knew this was coming up. Yeah, you know what? And I'm glad you said that too, because that's something that I was thinking, bro. I was like, um, based on your life, bro, you would never expect it, and I'm sure your parents never expected to have to go through that or deal with that with one of their children. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, um, like you said, it's probably happening to the people that you least expect. You know, they're they're fighting their own. I mean, I don't even know if demons or their own troubles or society is, you know, pushing them a certain way. Um, yeah, so I, it's, it's scary, bro, especially being a parent. Myself, bro, it is a scary thing, dude. Yeah. Like, to hear it from you and, like, being, you know, the person that I know, you know, Checo to be, bro, I would never have thought, like, you would have gone through anything like that or put yourself through anything like that, bro. Um, so that's, yeah, that's that's crazy, bro. That's crazy. And that's probably the wrong word to use in this in this situation, right? Crazy, because it's <laughs> far from it. You know what I mean? No, like, yeah, but I mean it, it is though. But um, I don't know, man. I, I don't really know if there's anything else we I can add myself. Um, like I said, just just that whole like be respectful with each other. Um, you know, if, if you think 
you know, like I said, someone's being annoying or whatever, or they're acting a certain way. And and we, you've touched on it a little bit, Kompanoi, where we've, we've, I think we talked at one point like about road rage. Like, you don't know what that person is going right, through. Right, right. You know? Yeah, that's always my mentality behind a lot of things, bro. I try to put that in and apply it, bro, because you don't know what people are going through. You don't know how people are going to react. <clears throat> and sometimes we're quick to react on something that, that really makes no sense, dude, or, or is not worth it. You know what I mean? And it's like sometimes you could kind of put yourself in harm's way by your reaction, bro, or make a person react a certain way, or and you really just don't know what they're going through, bro. You know what I mean? And like if if you're having a good day, um, try to try to uh, help others and and push that on others, bro. As you go through, instead of you know you're at the register, that that lady that's taking care of you, that guy is taking care of you, is pissed off or a jerk, and you're having a great day, like you know. Try to help that person instead of being like, oh, well, F this guy or F that, you know? Yeah. Like, change that change that perception, change that um, that thought, you know what I mean? And, and look at it in a different manner. Like, you don't know what that person's going through. You're having a great day. Like, try to help in whatever way you can. Road rage, same thing. We talked about that. Um, and one of the things I always remember growing up, bro, my brother, uh, shout out my broski, man. He's always been there for me. Um. And I don't even remember why he would even be saying stuff like this to me. I was obviously being on some dumb shit, probably, you know, but he would always tell me, like, hey, um, there's always a, a solution to every problem, um, but there isn't a solution for death. Can't, there is no fixing, you know, once you're gone. Like, the, nobody can fix that. But if you're going through anything, you have any problems, bro, you know, I'm here to, you know, talk to me, talk to my parents, whatever. There's always going to be a fix or a solution for it. It may not be what you want, but the only thing there is no solution for is death, bro. And it stuck with me, bro. And and I don't remember ever being in this situation like that where I wanted to take my life or anything. But clearly he saw something like, you know, this fool's wilding yeah. or something, you know, or like right. just being, you know. Um, but I remember him saying that more than once to me. So just keep everybody out there listening, man. Keep that in mind, man. You're always, um, a lot of, life is hard um, as it is. So... Just remember that there's always a solution for every problem, but you know, you know, dying, suicide, you know, anything like that, there is no solution for that. Yeah. And it's obviously uh, like something that everybody needs to work on. You know, I, I I try to keep that in mind where you know, like people are going through stuff or whatever. But obviously, some, I mean, I'm I'm human. Oh, right? we are human. You for know, sure. like so, it, it's just um, just something that just everybody should be working on, and, and try to remind yourself. And you know. We're, we all go through shit. So that guy, girls, has road rage, and you fucking snap back. I mean, it's not like you're the worst person ever, but at the same time, you know, just try to try to try to work at it to to not you know be in that situation, not put yourself in a situation, you know. Um, but yeah, like I said, um, other than that, I think I'm done on my part. Yeah, um, for sure, but not than anything else. But other, than, I think we're we're done for this episode. Uh, we're kind of all over the place. My bad. Uh, I, I don't think I we're know, all over the place, but I do feel like we left them like all sad and shit, bro. Like, I, well, this, this I feel, definitely. I feel like that. You know what I mean? Like, damn, bro. Well, like down about it. You know what I mean? It's because um, like how. I mean, I would, like, bro. I I thought about this for like two weeks. Like, how do I tell my story? But then also try to make it funny, you know. It's no, like, there is no, yeah, there can. is no it's funny. No... But let's let uh, let's definitely leave it on a good note, bro. 
you're here with us, bro. I appreciate you. Uh, like we talked about on the last uh, last pod I was on, bro. We we brothers, bro. I appreciate you as a friend, as a brother. We family. And um, hey, I'm, I'm blessed that you're here, bro, and that that you're here for your parents and for your siblings, bro, and for your wife, bro. Um, that's huge, man. Huge. Well, thanks, Uncle. That means a lot. You know, um, definitely appreciate those words. And you know, you're obviously, you know, you're the homie. You're my brother, bro. Um. I don't really have any other words because I'm fucking... Let's live life to the fullest, man. <sighs> All right. I think this is it. It's Compas Unfiltered. Compas Thank you guys for watching. Listening. Subscribe. Rate. Peace.